Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking, and join in on the conversation. Everybody. Apologies for our tardiness, but no, I couldn't hear anyone. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was maybe kind of important that he could like hear us in the show. I don't know. I was just worried I was losing my hearing. I'm like, oh crap, it's happening. <laughs> I'm going, right what, now. What if, what if I'm going problem? through the change. Oh lordy. <laughs> oh lordy Lou. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, happy Friday, everyone. Oh hey, happy Friday. Yeah, same to you. Happy Cult Show Friday. Thanks. It is a Cult Show Friday. That makes it even better. Yep. So we're not in the studio tonight, you guys can probably see, because we, I think, A, um, want to work out a couple couple little little things before we go back in there. Little fiddly B, bits. The, yeah, the little little twinklings <laughs> and little hammering, a little tinkering. Yep. yep. Yeah. So and that and um, we have people who work on Saturdays, so they can't do it every single week because it's a late night. For some of us, yeah. For some of us, for some of us. So we have to, you know, we're figuring it out. At least we're here. That's what matters is that we're here right now. That's the important part. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, yeah. Hey, hey, guys. Drinking your water. Drinking your. Oh, you want me to talk about it? My hop water. I've got my hop water as always. I've got my hop water. And you know what I remembered to grab today that I never show everybody is my bottle opener. It's Jaws themed. It lives on main keys. <laughs> nice. And it's shaped like a shark. And it says, smile, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I can't believe you've been awesome. hiding that from us. <laughs> it's one of those things. It, see, it's like all battered and worn because I've had it for many moons. <laughs> I'm going to wow. use it to open my hop water. Nice. You know, speaking of Jaws, I, I forgot there was a picture I wanted to show you guys tonight that actually has to do with that. So while we're talking at some point, I'm going to try and email that or text it to Scott just for the fun of it to see if he can throw it up. I don't know if he can. Oh, goodness. I know. <laughs> just like to throw Scott just swore at me. At it probably wasn't yeah. on the mic, though, right? <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Scott, you're a hit, by the way. You need to be on the mic more often because everyone, yeah, they actually like, like you better than you. they like. Then they like me. Any of us. Any Which is of fine. Us. I don't mind. Yeah. No, no. just me. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What are you guys drinking? Yes, Caleb. Uh, I made myself a mojito. <gasps> Ooh, look at her. Mm. Yeah. He's as fancy, fancy as he dresses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just sounds good. a fancy lady. Lots of mint. Lots, Lots of, of mint. mint. Yeah. So then what makes it a mojito? Right, fancy lady. <laughs> it wouldn't be a mojito without the mint. Yeah. What and then about I, am, you? Of course, I got the bourbon with the, bourbon. the little bit of lemon lime sparkling water, and then a little topping of some ras, uh, black raspberry liqueur. What? Just to make me feel nice and warm on a on a fall evening. Crisp fall so, evening. Yeah. Yes, we like it. Fabulous. So, well, before we cheers, should I tell the people what please. is in store for them tonight? Please. So besides all the usual fun and hijinks that you've come to expect with the cult show, we are also still making our way through our 31 frights 
And tonight is numbers 10 through 6. Can you believe it? We're almost there. I know. Top 10. That's amazing. All good things must come to an end. (laughs) Um, Very, very excited for everybody to hear what 10 through 6 is. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Including me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a problem. All right, everybody. That's all I got. How about we cheers? Are we doing something afterwards? That's what I said. Our usual fun and hijinks. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. We're doing a little Halloween. Okay. We're doing a little Halloween show and tell, I guess you could call it. We're going to have fun. We're hanging out. It's a party. It's a party. Get your drinks. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Live. All right. Super refreshing. Let's see who is with us in the chat this evening. Who the heck is out there? Oh, boy. We got Todd. Our boy Todd is back. Hey, Todd. Todd from Stockton, if I recall, right? Yeah. Uh, He's drinking a blue moon. Good job, man. Is there an orange in it? (laughs) Is there? Yeah. Scott. (laughs) Todd, I mean. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Um, We have got the dastardly duo. Laura and Mindy back with us. Hello. Uh, What's our up? good buddy Michael, of course, is here. Oh Michael. Mark Vision's Truth. Mark. What up, Howdy, Mark? Mark. Good to see you again. Wow. And oh god. Oh my god, Michael giving me shade <laughs> in the <laughs> chat. Neil is late again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this time he has a legit excuse. Couldn't hear us, but yeah. yeah. No. Oh, Michael. And then we also uh, got uh, Gory Bits. Gory Bits! Bits! Yeah, uh, Gory Bits is here. We also got Mark from Pismo. Pismo Mark. Ah, okay, yeah. And Kenneth. Vanilla Kenneth. Hi, Kenneth. <laughs> Hello, Ken. Hello, What's up, Kenneth? Uh, and, 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 and... And that's all I can see right now. Okay. Ken, did you see me being a zombie? Did you see me being a zombie yesterday? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He should have. I was. I was there. I probably went up to your car. Put that bloody handprint on it. (laughs) Neil said we couldn't touch people's vehicles. Boo. Probably probably, probably the right decision to make. I'm so rude. I apologize for that. But anyway, well, what's going on with you guys this week? What have you done? What have you seen? Um, well, I mean, do you want to talk about the drive-through first? I kind of teased it. Or do you oh, want to talk um, about? If you want to, sure. If Scott's ready for it. He's... Okay, good. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. All right. I do actually have some movies to share. I do. Do it. Do, do it. Have do it. Some. Whatever you want. I have. I'm going to do whatever. Do you hear that, everybody? I'm going to do whatever <laughs> I want. I got two movies to share. I watched 2014's Unfriended. It's kind of older now, unfriended. Um, It's one of those where it's like filmed on the screens, you know. This one's like all from like a laptop. Um, It's pretty meh, but it actually goes to some really dark places. And I thought that was kind of cool. So um, it it was much better than I anticipated. So I would say give it a watch. Like don't expect, you know, to be overwhelmed, but it's pretty good. And then I watched, you guys know the Bloom House, Bloom, Bloom, whatever they are. They're doing Welcome to the Bloom House. Yeah. Yeah. On Prime. 
which we haven't talked about. And they've got like four movies they're releasing right now and four movies they're going to release in the future, all on Prime. And I watched one so far. I watched The Lie. And I would say go into this as blind as possible. I think a lot of movies you should go in pretty blind. Um, but this one especially, it's um, it's light horror kind of light horror, heavy on the thriller, heavy on the crime, heavy on the drama. Um, fantastic cast. Let's see what you think. The okay. lie. Take one and, and call me in the morning. All right. Oh. That's a full guys? show. Okay. Go ahead, Caleb. I'm still cruising through um, the chat trying to catch up. <laughs> I did not watch anything that I'm going to talk about. Uh, I did finally finish the Dark Tower series. Uh, <gasps> it's awesome. Uh, and then I started um, the book American Gods. <gasps> Great book! Which I never read before. I know it's a TV <gasps> show, but I've never, which I've never watched. But um, you never read uh, American Gods? No, no. I, <gasps> I, I'm like, I started it two days ago, and I'm halfway through it, which is fast for me. Um, so I'm obviously enjoying it immensely. Neil, it's Neil Gaiman, the best. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Lots of reading. I approve. <laughs> oh, I approve. I love to hear it. Love to hear okay. it. Okay. Have you watched the TV show? You know, I have not. Okay. I will one day. I will. I'm one curious, day, but I adore the book. So, okay, awesome. She adores. I adore. Um, you know, I I watched I think another couple episodes of the Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh my god, um, I haven't started it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still I'm still at one episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh so yeah obviously i don't want to give anything away but that's i think that's getting pretty decent um and let's see that's about it otherwise probably it's just been a really really super busy week between everything going on including yeah including what sandra wants to talk about now yeah i'm really <laughs> excited to talk about by the way i was able to just take a little peek at the chat because i can't usually see it but yeah. um i it looks like somebody was it mark took my recommendation to watch spiral Yes. So I'm Mark I'm from Kismo. No, wait. liked it. Mark Vision's Truth. That is. Yes. Mark Vision's Truth watched it. Yes. Happy. Thank you. Um, what are we talking? Oh, tomorrow. Hey, you guys, focus. Focus up here. Focus. We're talking about the drive in now. Okay. <laughs> so last night we got to see some of y'all in person. Why is that? I don't know. Oh, you don't you don't know? You weren't there? <laughs> I don't know. What happened? What happened yesterday? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, you know, the cult film series, the little thing that's like, you know, kind of the 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 parent of this child that is our show. Um, we showed Night of the Living Dead. Say it with me, people, Night of the Night Living of Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yes, Romero, classic, one of the best horror movies ever made. And myself and my uh, cohort, Emma, from the Spooky Summer Party, and Caleb's adorable child, we were zombies, and we did our best zombie shamble with masks. We were masked, of course, uh, through the parking lot in the cars, and it is always Always a good time dressing as a zombie. I will take any excuse <laughs> to get all dressed up and covered in fake 
blood and sinew anytime I can. And I'm so thankful that so many people came out and that so many people that like, I don't think any of us knew this was like really kind of not in a bad way, but kind of a last minute thing. And it was so cool to meet so many nice folks. It was, it was cool. It was a good time. Yeah. And we met, like you said, new people as well. We had Mindy was there and Michael were there and our good friends, also George and David from the cult film series. And of course, mm-hmm. Kenneth is his lovely wife came up and said, yep. hello. It was definitely a lot of fun seeing those people I haven't seen them in a long time. Uh, and then the new friends you made. Absolutely. Yeah. Young yeah. and old. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good. So yeah. uh, joining us, Lewis has checked in, by the way, as has Hungry Boy. Hi, so, friends. Welcome. Guys. Welcome, guys. Welcome. But yeah, guys. that driving was a good time. Thank you, Sandra. You and you and Emma and Macy were hysterical running out there. Macy, the cute little zombie girl. This so. is her first time ever dressing up as a zombie, ever doing any sort of zombie performance art. <laughs> she did great. She had wonderful teachers, though, to be fair. That's true. I like her. I like her bag of popcorn in the picture. Yeah, that really added. That cra- yeah. that she was. Call- she is very funny. <laughs> Your daughter is like. She has like the sense of humor and stuff of like a much older kid. She was hilarious. She was calling her popcorn her child, and she had to protect it at like all costs and stuff. She was freaking cracking us up. We're like, "How old are you? You're funny." Uh, she had no. She had a really good time with you guys. So thank Aww. you so much for taking her under your wing and baby's uh, first zombie yeah, crawl on the on the drive home. She just had nothing but praise for you guys. So Aww. thank you. Mormon awesome. fuzzy feelings. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the evening was when Sandra was getting herself all dolled up and she yes. <laughs> put the tried to go for the blood, the dark blood. It ex- and it it's the demon blood. <laughs> like on your face. But you like, know what? Black. It was perfect yeah. because it was exactly what I needed for my hair. But, but so, even at the time, though, you were like, all, oh, oh, God, I have to catch the cat to catch it. You know, trying to scoop it I off I felt so bad because it wasn't mine. It was Emma's. And it was like, if it was mine, I wouldn't have cared. But I felt guilty right. because it was like her thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Full so container of her. demon blood on your I'm gonna buy. I'm going to buy her like 10 things of demon blood and be like, here. And it was funny because she didn't really like it. She didn't really like the demon blood. She's like... I don't know why I bought this. This is dumb. I'm like, well, I'll just use it all for you then. <laughs> and you did. It was messy. It, it looked like big, ink. It looked like squid ink. It was it like did. You took dark a big shot of I was demon like, blood right in the face. Demon? This is demon blood? Okay. Okay. In the face. Anyway, that was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. So much fun. Uh, what else is going on? Just real quick. I'm, I just want to mention this. This isn't Halloween related. But I'm just doing it because it makes me feel good. The fact that um, the Fleetwood Mac rumors album is back in the on the Billboard top 200. I guess it is. Yeah. What's that? Because, because of, of TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, because of TikTok and <laughs> because of that guy doing his thing. But I just, I just, I'm a Fleetwood Mac fan, so it's just fun to see that album back in the, you know, back in the Billboard and all the love <laughs> that they're getting right now. It's kind of, it's just kind of cool. So you know what, Neil? I think anybody with two ears and a heart is a Fleetwood Mac fan. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Who doesn't so, like Fleetwood Mac? I don't know if Caleb really likes them, quite honestly. All right, not you bad. don't dislike they're, they're, them. No, there are. For me, it's song specific. There are songs that I do like, and then there are other ones that I, you know, just 
don't move me. So yeah, that's all. Yeah, um, but I do not yeah. dislike them. No, that is a yeah. uh, that is incorrect. And Stevie Nicks is everything. She's the goddess. She's Love okay. her. I mean, she's she's great. <laughs> I know she, her witchcraft and everything. That's definitely your cup of tea. You know, for me, Lindsey Buckingham, I just love his guitar playing. I think he is masterful. And, masterful. And I, I know he is masterful. So uh, Mick Fleetwood, of course, is just an awesome, it's just an awesome uh, figure, <laughs> you know? So um, I don't know. Anyway, that's all. Just we stand Fleetwood Mac. We stand him. <laughs> stand him. Stand him. Um, and then real quick, did you guys see, we had a comment on one of our videos. Oh, from a gentleman named Joe Rodriguez. Hey, Joe. Uh, and I think it was on our last video. And he yeah. said, and I quote, <laughs> three sad, nerdy people having depressing and awkward threesome sex with no air conditioners. Yeah. <laughs> so, I did not yeah. see that one. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? It's um, <laughs> not wrong. Where's the lie? Well, I, I, just, I, I actually responded like, what? How'd you find out? <laughs> so... Did we leave the camera I thought, on? I thought we were so careful. And technically, <laughs> almost Joe, got away with it too. <laughs> technically, Joe, there's four as four of us if you count producer Scott. Right. Well, Scott Scott's like the fluffer. He's just kind of in the background, you know. <laughs> and then we have all of our friends in the chat. This is actually kind of group depressing sex with no air conditioning. I guess so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Neil, they are probably he is probably talking about the depressing part because of all the dead celebrities you talk about all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, for all I know, he was talking, he was referring to one of the mov- movies we talked about. I was trying to I was sitting there for a long time, like, is he talking about a movie? Like, do I not get it? I was trying to remember, but yeah. I think oh, he was talking be. about us. I don't know. I mean, you know, you can't be on the internet without getting some trolls. No, I think I want to use this on like, you know. You know, critics say, "Yeah, you know, like a, you know. that's our tagline." Have, yeah, having the quote, you know, hook them in. That's how we grab them. I'm gonna you put this all over all the posters at our next convention. I think it'll yeah. be great. I think it's highly relatable for the mood that is 2020. <laughs> it is. At least I'm having sex, Joe. Right. <laughs> With lots of people in the chat. Uh, okay. Hey guys, are you ready for a little this week in entertainment history? Uh oh, here it goes. So ready. So ready. Fire it up. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a little bit longer today, guys. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, good. So I know Santa wants me to move through it quickly. So I'm going to do my best. It's okay. Go for it. Okay. Um, hey, did you guys know that yeah. today in 1958, the first okay. video recording on magnetic tape aired coast to coast? I don't even know what magnetic tape means. <laughs> that was that was like an industry thing for a long time once they got to the magnetic tape. Scott can tell you. Okay, well, one day somebody can fill me all in on the history of tape and all. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a big like, TV thing, a big TV broadcasting thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, today, Sandra, I'm talking to you, Sandra. I'm in ready. 1959, Sandra, Weird Al was born. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Happy birthday. Freaking Al was born today in 1959. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Weird <laughs> Happy Al. Happy birthday, Al. I love Weird Al as a person. I, you know, I just don't like novelty music. It's just not my thing. But I think he's fabulous. <laughs> okay. As a human. <laughs> um, let's turn it back one day. Let's go to yesterday. 
Please. October 22nd in 1952. We talked about him last week. Jeff Goldblum was born. Oh, that should be a national holiday. October 22nd, 1952. One of his finest sons. That's right. Yes. One more day before okay. that on Wednesday, October 21st. Yeah. Carrie Fisher was born October 21st, <gasps> 1956. Carrie Fisher's birthday. General Solo, rest in Cheer. power. We love you. Um, okay. Now we're going to hit Tuesday, October 20th in 1882. Okay. Bela Lugosi was born. Dracula was himself. Born. Right. And Bela Lugosi was Bela born. Bela Lugosi. Fabulous. October 20th, 1882. In Austro-Hungarian wow. Empire. That's where he was born. It was still an empire love at that him. point. Yeah. Wow. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Fabulous. Hey, did you guys also know that in October 20th, Scott's other geriatric crush was born? Mr. Jerry Orbach. (gasps) Jerry Orbach was born. Wow. Producer Scott. He's got so many birthdays. He's going to be sounding all these cards. I know. Oh, Jerry Orbach's not alive. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) He goes and lays a rose on his grave. (laughs) However, he puts baby in a corner. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. He's in that movie. Yeah. (laughs) He's in that movie I hate. <laughs> also on the 20th of October, uh-huh. born in 1965, is my man, Mr. William Zabka, ultimate 80s bad guy. Johnny. Of course, known as Johnny from The Karate Kid. Yeah. I know yeah. him as many other things, <laughs> like <laughs> my hero. <laughs> Such as Neil's hero. <laughs> my hero. All right. Um, <laughs> we're sticking on October 20th in oh God, there's 1967. A lot Tuesday, October 20th. No, that's not Tuesday. That was, I don't know what the other week that was in 1967. But October 20th. um, Scott, there's a picture you might have handy nearby of Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin just happened to be hanging out on the shores of Bluff Creek in Northern California. And they recorded a certain something that you might be seeing. This was 53 years ago today. I'm sorry, not today, on the 20th, that they recorded Bigfoot. The <gasps> Bigfoot. The infamous Bigfoot picture. Yes! <laughs> it was October he's, 20th, 1967. He's out there. Bigfoot country is just to our north. Just um, to our north. Never have seen a Bigfoot, but everybody knows I'm a big cryptid fan. Yeah. I One day, I hope I get to see him. <laughs> one day if not i'll dress up for you <laughs> i'll know it's you i'll be like neil it's you. <laughs> you're not a cryptid all right <laughs> so that picture the infamous picture came out uh, like, on october 20th 1967 wow uh finally finally we conclude with uh on october 18th which was this past sunday in 1985 our beloved reanimator was released 35 yes. years ago as of uh, yes. Sunday. Yes. yes. So cheers love to Reanimator. 35 yes. wonderful years. Yeah. Looking good for 35. <laughs> all right. That was This Week in Entertainment History. Well done, Neil. Uh, Bravo, thank sir. you. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then finally, hey, uh, new subscriber alert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what the? F- earthquake? <laughs> yes, there's an earthquake. <laughs> New subscriber alert, Buckaroo Brothers Productions. 
Buckaloo Brothers. Buckaloo Brothers. Okay. And that is it. Sandra, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Let me just step up to the podium here. Um, <laughs> should I tap on the mic? Tap, 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 tap. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome officially to tonight's selection, 31 Frights of Horror, numbers 10 through 6. Yay. All right. If number 10 does not knock your socks off, I don't know what will. Have you guys heard of a little movie from 1973 called The Exorcist? I've heard of it. You heard of it. I've never heard of it. Never even heard of it. Perfect, perfect. I heard it once or twice. (laughs) You guys are in for a treat. So this little, we're kidding. We're kidding. Everybody knows about the exorcist. Before somebody at like in the podcast or the chat's like, you don't know what the exorcist is. Okay, so in 1973, director William Friedkin, novel and screenplay by William Peter Blatty. Just let me tell you a little bit about this film, if you're not familiar. Something is wrong with Reagan. She goes from being a precious 12-year-old girl to being a gross, mean weirdo after playing with a Ouija board. Her movie star mom turns to modern medicine for help. And when that fails, she calls in the Catholic priest to get medieval on its ass. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, in case you're not familiar, that's the story of The Exorcist. Um, so, another allegedly cursed film. So, you can look into that, watch that Shutter show. So, in all seriousness, I thought I'd have a little fun with the synopses because we all have seen The Exorcist many times. Yep. This is largely considered to be one of the most beloved, feared, revered horror movies. Of all time, the highest grossing R-rated film of all time until 2017's It came out. So that, I mean, that's a long time from 1973 to 2017. Um, It was almost rated um, X, I read somewhere. I was like, really? Oh, that's something. I didn't know that. Um, It won a slew of the big awards, two Academy Awards for uh, Best Writing from an Adaption and uh, Best Sound Mixing, which I think is really cool. It's great sound mixing on that movie. Uh, Golden Globe, uh, Linda Blair won for Best Supporting Actress, uh, Best Screenplay, Best Director. uh, Oh, Best Motion Picture Drama. Like, hi, are you kidding me? Like, we love it when the horror movies succeed. That's huge. Um, I have a first edition of the novel. And wow. since we evacuate a lot in this neck of the woods, it's something I always grab. I like, ugh. I grab like my tarot cards, my first edition of the exorcist. And I'm like, <laughs> like we're good. Medically sealed in a, you know, air. <laughs> tight like a pressurized. No, so it, it just lives on the bookshelf. Yellow and gross? It's already yellow and gross. I got it at a thrift store. Oh, uh, well, I saw that's it. Pretty I good like, find. This looks, this looks old. And I was like, I don't have a copy of The Exorcist. And I opened it and saw first edition. And I was like, wow. For like three bucks actually, or what? I think it was a dollar. I actually <gasps> paid more. You paid more? You gave him more for I it? I did. I gave wow. more because I was like, um, I really want this book. I'm just going to pay a little bit more for it. <laughs> I told him it was for, like, I'm not crazy. Like, I do still want it and I want it cheaply. But I felt like, hmm. I will give you more. 
Um, Did you like so, pick it up and kind of like put it under your arm? You were kind of like looking right, around, like, like look around, like oh, I'm gonna walk but, towards the register now. <laughs> yeah, okay. I th- I was getting like a whole bunch of books and stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> put it in between all these other items. Um, I mean, it's almost at that point where it's like, what can be said that can't be said? Well, I I'll try because <laughs> they do like talking. Okay. So you get a lot of people saying, it's not scary. I wasn't raised Catholic, so it didn't scare me. And when people say shit like that, it makes my eyes get stuck in my head from like rolling them so hard. People, people, like, listen to me. If you're one of those that say disparaging things about the exorcist, You have to have a little context for your horror history here. This was 1973. This sort of stuff was not was not done. They didn't have movies like this, like we're so used to kind of seeing now because this kind of opened the door and the floodgates for this type of movie where there's a little girl, a little girl being completely obscene, creepy, blasphemous. She, I mean, this movie is culturally and historically historically significant to film and and to horror um you know she's literally spewing obscenity she's spewing soup um she's saying all kinds of things that would make make people blush back in 1973 and you know you have this mom and daughter that you just fall in love with because it's like the two of them against the world type of vibe and then all of a sudden literally all hell breaks loose and you can just see the despair Ellen Burstyn, of course, fantastic, playing her mom, Chris. And there's just this sense of doom and dread, medicines failing. And then the priests show up, of course, Father Damien Callis is our lead, you know, kind of priest. And he has is like basically lost his faith. And this is like the guy that's supposed to come in and save everything. And he's like, I'm not even sure I believe in God. And it's like, what? What? Like this, this, this is crazy. I mean, yes, us jaded horror fans, nothing scares us. And when I was like 11 or 12, saw The Exorcist for the first time, didn't scare me on paper, but it's disturbing and it's creepy and it deserves a lot of respect. And spoiler alert, the priest does save the girl by sacrificing himself for these people that are not even religious. And after he's gone through all of this, after losing his mother and everything in his own crisis of faith, I don't know. I just, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I know there's great movies. There's movies I love, but we can't, we can't forget the exorcist and we must, we must bow down. Okay. Yeah. I'm passionate about the exorcist. So I just want to, we all know, uh, Kenneth, our beloved Kenneth, he is he always wants the omen. He thinks the omen is a better film than The Exorcist. And, and we not, know I love the omen. Yeah. yeah you do, absolutely. Um, what I <laughs> what I like is Kenneth's comment, which is his gripe watching it as an adult, is that Satan should have more interesting things to say than mom insults. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, Kenneth, you're so silly. It's not Satan, it's Pazuzu. Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Oh, Kenneth. No, it's just kidding. But regardless, I mean, I like Kenneth. I like how he that's, thinks. That's so. funny. That's a great comment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pezuzu. 
<laughs> <laughs> yes, that was awesome. And he he calls it a like an androidized clay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, little known fact, he played Pinzuzu. For um yeah. for the shock value of the film at the time, you know, it's kind of it's one of those things again, right? I love the idea of I Sandra, even I wasn't born at this point yet, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> yes, I love so, it. But uh, I can only imagine the shock value of people watching this for the first time, like you said, in that in that time and just seeing hearing that language, seeing the, you know, with the crucifix and the, and the blood, and the bright red blood, and, you know, just, you know. Soup. Yeah. And the soup, of course. Yes. The, well, and it's the, wonderful because it's shocking, but it wasn't like just for shock value. It still is like a really solid story. No, it is a solid story. Yeah. But those a few of those moments are definitely like, you know, you know, it's funny. And Caleb, Caleb knows, uh, we have a friend, uh, named Eric, um, and Eric, <laughs> I've watched this film with Eric uh-huh. and he thinks this film movie is a comedy. So, when those scenes come up, what's that? Why don't you give this one to me to, <laughs> to do the Never. synopsis. <laughs> when those scenes come up, uh, he, he laughs hysterically. <laughs> and I mean, it's, if you have never seen it with someone who thinks it's a comedy, it's a whole different way to watch the movie. <laughs> because when you do the whole, you know, your mother and hell and the the whole, all those parts, I mean, and he laughs hysterically. It's, you know, and mm-hmm. I was actually, <laughs> I was eating candy one time with him. I had like a sour ball in my mouth or something. And watching him laugh so hard, I, I swallowed <laughs> the ball and they got like, stuck in my throat and started choking. Oh my god, you almost like, died. Literally could not breathe. And I'm like sitting there, like watching the exorcist with my friend next to me laughing hysterically, and I can't breathe. And I'm kind of like trying to swallow it, you know, hoping it'll go down before I have to finally do the whole I'm choking thing. Yeah. And then eventually I the got it to go down. Sign. Yeah. Right. But um, it was, I don't you know. know it's funny. To, but you're just like those people in 1973 that almost died watching the exorcist. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. You're right. You're First right. Film. Just First like film. The- <laughs> and it's um one of the things I really liked about when Shutter reviewed this as a cursed film is they actually got to talk to Linda Blair, which was cool. Yeah. Um, she's such a cool lady. Oh my yep. god, I love her. And to talk and hear her talk about her experience and the fallout and the insane like harassment and shit she went through for making this movie. Yeah. It's like, damn, you know. It's yeah. it's very very telling of no. you know yeah and, our um, culture. We have to give a quick t- uh, to the special effects guru Dick Smith, who you know who came up with all the awesome effects of her and the head spinning and everything he did on the film was was a huge mon- monumental moment in cinema as well. So Dick Smith, classic uh, special effects man, should get a little and should get a little possibly- cultural love. Possibly the first spider crawl backwards down the stairs. Down the stairs, yeah. I'd, yeah, I don't remember I that one being the first. there before. <laughs> Which is, I love that. I love that gimmick. I'll I'll watch that every day. Yeah. Oh, but only in the in the uh, extent. What do you call it? The extended version the or the reissue? Ver- uh, director's yeah, was, cut I, or whatever. I think it was yeah. the director's cut for William Friedkin. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yes. What is up next? Oh, I can tell you. Because you got to hear me talk again. <laughs> Number I, nine. Yeah. All I want to say is <laughs> at the at the screening yesterday. Yes. At our at our drive in when Mindy came up and said hi, she said, this movie better be on your list or I'm going to freaking have a shit fit. <laughs> so go ahead. 
Oh, uh-oh. Okay. Well, we'll see, Mindy. We'll see. We'll see. So, number nine, 1996 is Scream. <laughs> yeah. There you go, Mindy. Directed by Wes Craven, written by Kevin Williamson. I very recently talked about this movie because oh. it's my number one teen movie when we did our teen movie countdown. Um, and I'm happy to talk about it again because, like Mindy, I'm a total Scream super fan of a Scream nut sydney prescott and her fellow teens are stalked by a knife wielding slasher in a ghost mask in the small town of woodsboro satire dark comedy and death by one of the greatest masters of horror um largely filmed right here in sonoma county so that's a nice big source of warm fuzzy pride for us um seen it a million times uh, it's a great franchise. It's very self-aware, especially this first movie. Um, and it's also, it's soon to be five films and a TV show. Um, fun fact, fun fact for those at home in sixth grade, which when I was in sixth grade, so that's like a eh, couple of years after the movie came out, I was Casey Drew Barrymore's character for Halloween and my best friend Alexis was Sydney and we even had like phones like <laughs> we I think she went to Goodwill and found us like phones um to to have um so of course this movie one thing I didn't say when we talked about it in the teen retrospective is that this movie is largely credited with like revitalizing horror in the 90s and being kind of really indicative of horror in the 90s because horror had kind of taken a a little bit of like a a slump especially commercially it was a lot of um you know sequels to things and you know stuff people just didn't really care about a lot of direct-to-video stuff and then this movie comes out from Wes Craven and everybody knows and adores and it's like very self-aware and referential and satirical and people are like what the 90s you got to get creative with your horror movies and um yeah i love it sydney fabulous final girl caleb oh yeah what to say about this movie um <laughs> okay I, I, it, no it's not that i dislike it um but you know neil and i were what were we like 20 something when they were filming this around here 22 ish 21 yeah. And like one, never probably, yeah. once did we really seem to care or even try to go meet anybody or, um, wow. That's weird. Yeah, I like, thought was, you were a horror fan. That's weird. No. Yeah. And, and, and in retrospect, mm. that seems weird to me now that we didn't go try to do yeah, that. It's uh, weird. And I'm not really sure. I mean, we told, I've said this before uh, on the show, but you know, we told people that we were, location scouts for the movie because we both used to have these um like thx well i still have mine i don't know about you but thx letterman jackets um, <laughs> that we would wear everywhere um and they believed us and told other people and then other people would come up to us and ask us about you know what we were doing but we let that it, lie go for quite a it while be- it began a lot of lies yeah <laughs> it became, it like, became like of like, lies yeah like a tissue of lies it was like when newscasters like they think they were like in a war and it's like they weren't actually in the war and that was you guys was yeah i think yeah. at one point we were we were um scouting cambodia for francis coppola for apocalypse now or something oh, so, you know, you know. <laughs> and people are like yeah but that wasn't a lie that was the truth <laughs> right 
Uh, yeah, you know, super, I, super young 20-year-old scouting Cambodia. <laughs> yeah. Totally qualified. So I, Sandra, I, oh God, I'm, I'm so torn on this movie. I got to be honest. Um, torn? What's there to be torn about? What do you mean torn? What do you mean yeah, torn? That, you know, it's because God, I love Wes Craven. Do you? Um, Is this another and, John Carpenter situation? I swear you know, to God. Well, not quite as much, but but I love Wes. Um and this movie was filmed in my backyard, for God's sakes, including yeah. they tried to film it at my our high school for God. I mean, for crying out loud, but the stupid high the school um, um, district wouldn't let them do it. Um, so but you know what? Their high yeah. school ended up being my community center where I grew up. Right, so, right, yeah. right. Exactly. So but um, and they were, I mean, they were here. Uh, but I just I, I, I didn't really like this movie when I saw it the first time. Uh, and then I watched it again just a couple of days ago, and I, 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 I can't say that I really care for this film that much. Are you um, fucking? Kidding I know me? it's weird, right? And I love Wes Craven, and I love the fact that he did the horror, and he took a meta, you know, approach to it. But um, I, I uh, stay with me. Skeet Ulrich You're and Matthew Lillard are just horrible. They Get are. The fu- Horrible. Scott, cut his mic. Matthew, cut his mic. No, Lillard, you talk about overacting and like, I mean, he's, I mean, uh, he took everything you don't do in acting school and did it. Wow. He's not acting. Sandra, he's not acting. He's performing. And I learned this from my drama teacher who hammered this into me. Oh, for fuck's (laughs) sake. It's a horrible performance. Are you you joking me? Some of the shit you like, Neil. No. Some of the shit you like. And you're coming for Matthew Lillard and Ski Ulrich, who are fucking iconic (laughs) as Billy and Stu. Fucking iconic. (laughs) Skeet, uh, you know... I, I skeet, skeet did a better job as the skeet, picture skeet, of skeet, Satan's skeet, bed skeet, skeet, skeet down, in, in skeet, South Park skeet, movie skeet, skeet. Than, than he did in Scream. I mean, the two of them, I I did not like them at all. I thought they were horrible. Um, Billy and Stewart, everything. They're no, everything. no, Neil, they're the worst horror get, movie killers. Don't you, don't you get it? It's satire. Like, I don't do, you get I it? I do get it. But That's least, why they are they the way act. they are. They because can act the mo- better, though. No, no, because yes. that's, the, that's the whole point, Neil, is it's satire. And they're no, being but... caricatures. Jesus, do I really have to explain this to you? Yes, you do. Apparently, you have to explain caricatures of bad actors. <laughs> I mean, Matthew pulled out every book in the... I mean, he did the whole... He, he, spit, spit. I mean... The whole point, he did Neil. everything he could. The whole it. point. The whole point. All right. Movies don't create psychos. They make psychos <laughs> more creative. Why are we... Mindy. 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 Right? Right, girl? I mean, right? Okay. This film... <laughs> this... This... Uh, okay, whatever. I, I, my point, though, is... I'm. However, Your point is you hate Wes Craven. No. You hate yes. John Carpenter. But I do agree with Cassandra. But I do agree with you is yeah. that I am very thankful for this film and the fact that it didn't reinvigorate the horror genre and <laughs> that it, you know, I, w- I wish Candyman had because Candyman came out before this. And I think yeah. Candyman should have been the catalyst to recreate, reestablish horror as a dominant, mm-hmm. or you know, a, a wonderful genre that needs more attention versus Scream. Yeah. That being said, I am, I love the fact that Wes turned it and made it meta and tried to do something different. That is wonderful. There's no question. 
Right. I just I and and I mean, again, we had Marianne Madalena up here, who was his producing partner on the movie, and we yeah. took her back to the places and did this. I mean, and you told her you hated her fucking movie. And, yeah. <laughs> I told her I didn't tell her anything. So you know what? Um, you know what? She yeah. is in. She is in. Um, uh, Wes Craven's new nightmare. She has in the yeah. very beginning. There's a little piece where they stop filming and they walk by and she's you know she's there in her scenes. And I yeah. I was like more like oh you're so good in that movie you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, um I just, I, yeah, yeah, I'm Sorry. glad. Total little tiny segue, but I, I, I hear what you're saying about Candyman, and I'm very happy that Candyman gets the love it does now. But I mean, like, let's be honest, they were like, we can sell the movie with the shiny little white people as opposed to the one with like a black male lead. We don't want to do that, you know, it was stupid racist 90s. Hollywood bullshit. Don't blame Scream for that. Blame the no. machine for that. Um, but yeah, so I am. I'm. A, I'm glad we can agree on some things. We can. I'll can we agree that. that Scream should be above Exorcist? No, we can't agree on that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard for me to put a lot of things above Exorcist. The number but, nine know, best horror film of all but time. You know what, Neil? No. We've said the people have spoken. The people <laughs> they have, have spoken. spoken. Yeah. We are but they to have spoken the and they were smoking the peyote. <laughs> <laughs> we are but to deliver this news. We are messengers. We vote. And you know what? We all voted. We all voted. We we tried. Um, we did. How about number eight, Neil? Number eight. Number eight. All right. <laughs> I see I'm just laying me on this one just to get even with me now. So <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> okay, let me think. I'm going to have to get ready for this. Go. Okay. Yeah. Number eight. Is the actual number one best horror movie of all time? <laughs> <laughs> What's that, producer Scott's breaking it? Breaking news. <laughs> uh, number eight is 1982's Creep Show. Yes, Yay. Creep Show. Um, obviously, the story. It's a five story anthology picture written by Stephen King with his his stories directed by George Romero. Practical special effects by Tom Savini. It's is the three godfathers of horror come together to make one completely unforgettable, wonderful film uh, that has five segments in it. Uh, Father's Day, Lonesome Death of Jordy Verrill, the uh, the what is it? The um, the one with the tide. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> can't remember anymore. The crate, and they're creeping up on you. Uh, actors such as Leslie Nielsen, Ted Danson. Hal Holbrook, Fritz Weaver, Stephen King plays Jordy Verrill. It is a wonderful cast in this film. Um, the basically the the masters of the, of the macabre come together uh, to, in one picture to scare you. Uh, it's taken from the EC comics, basically, and they take that and try and bring it to life with wonderful photography and lighting and effects that they do uh, to help tie it in together to make it feel like a comic book. Um, the film's got a fantastic score. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it one more uh, by John Harrison that ties everything together. I highly recommend you go listen to it. Put some headphones on, turn the lights off, and just sit and listen to it. It okay. is fascinating <laughs> to do so. It takes Sounds you to romantic. places. Yeah, try it. Um, for me, it's got one of my most favorite beginnings of a movie of all time because it starts off. And by the way, this is a Halloween film, ladies and gentlemen, because there is a jack o' lantern <laughs> in the window. Yes, so. fact. I was gonna say that as my fun fact. Is it? I'm yes. sorry, Kendra. I apologize. 
That's a old, long-running cult show joke. It is an old, old, old joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but the movie starts out with uh, Stephen King's son, Joe, uh, playing. He's just, just a wee lad. And then yeah. we got um, Tom Atkins, of course, playing his dad, who gets pissed off that he's reading these horror magazines and takes it and throws it away. And yeah, oh, and you have and you have the creep outside of Joe's Joe Hill, Joe King Hill, whatever it was you want to call him, out his window, like you know, going come with me. And then the animation sets in, and the music—it's just a cacophony of freaking beauty and wonder and music. So, um, creep show. Number eight. I'm so happy that it's in the top ten. Cacophony is <laughs> a really big word for you, Neil. It's four syllables. That hurt. That hurt my brain a little. <laughs> what was that, Producer Scott? He said, have you been reading? Oh, have, yeah, been have you reading? been secretly reading, Neil, to expand your vocabulary? <laughs> Hell no. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't accuse it was me on, of that. It was on my word of the day calendar. It just happened to come up today. So. <laughs> Um, like, Caleb. Ca- 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 cacophony. <laughs> look up here. Look up here. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? So I watched the creep show the other day. The creep uh, show? The, the creep sorry. show? I watched creep show How the other day. 405. And <laughs> well, you were I had, driving on the one. People in LA paper. call it the creep show. <laughs> I had my paper to take my notes. And when I got done, all I had written was Tom Savini. <laughs> 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 I just sat there and watched it. I was just so into it. Uh, I couldn't even bother Aww. to take any notes for it. So couldn't be bothered. <laughs> couldn't be. No, that's, that's watch, good. That's I'm praise. The, I'm in the mood to watch mm. Creep Show right now. Honestly, I watched it's it again. It's been a little too long since I've seen it. I think it's been a couple of years. I want to watch it right now. You should. I wa- I've like I've seen it a hundred thousand times probably at least. But I watched it again last week and or yeah last week and just for the fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> like why not? <laughs> Just for the hell of it, you know? Um, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Like, it's it's just treasure. It's just treasure for horror fans. It's a love letter to the genre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I adore it. I love yeah, all three I of those w- men. I love them so much. Yeah. We did an episode. Our episode two, in fact, was, yeah. a, was a creep show. Deep That was dive. before my time. It was, but it was. you were born. You just were young. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a hatchling. You were. I was a hatchling during those first few episodes of the cult show. I wasn't old enough to be on. That's yet. true. We had a heat lamp on her to making sure she stayed warm. So. <laughs> you had to like turn my egg. That's right. sure. Yes, yeah. you were in an incubator. <laughs> uh, we had anyway, to feed yeah, you. creep show. We had to feed Check you in out. a little bottle. <laughs> was a bottle baby. Film. Such a great film. Absolutely, one of Neil's most treasured films words I have, cannot express to you people how much neil how much i love it i have a signed poster movie. i have the original poster in my office signed by tom savini so oh my god neil do you remember that one time you weren't gonna buy the like was it fright rags merch or whatever it was <laughs> and i was i kind of guilted you into it i was like who the fuck are you what have you done with neil like they're making a creep show thing and you're not gonna get it like I didn't believe it. I was like, no, I already have too many shirts. I can't buy anymore. <laughs> and Sandra's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> look what they're releasing. She, yeah, the exactly. devil. Yeah. She is. She is Pazuzu on steroids, man. She's e- only- <laughs> I'm an enabler. <laughs> you are. Um, oh, how about- thank you for that, by the way. Is it my turn? I forgot to yeah. number my thing, so I you're don't up, know where we're at. You're up number seven, Caleb. Number seven. Okay. So number seven. 
is 1960s Psycho. Uh, directed by Alfred Hitchcock, screenplay by Joseph Stefano, um, starring Janet Lee and Anthony Perkins. Uh, Marion Crane, a real estate secretary in Phoenix, Arizona, embezzles $40,000 from her employee's client. Crane leaves Phoenix to be with her boyfriend, Sam Loomis, in Fairvale, California. The two would like to be married, but can't due to Sam's debts. Traveling on the back roads to avoid the police, she stops for a night at a ramshackle at the ramshackle Bates Motel and meets the polite but awkward proprietor Norman Bates, a young man with an interest in taxidermy and a difficult relationship with his mother. Um, I like interest in taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was an odd thing. Uh, also based on the 1959 novel Psycho by Robert by Robert Block. Is it Block? Okay, not yep. Blotch Block. I, I I I love him. I love his writing. So, wink, yeah. wink, wink. Yeah. I should read that. I you should have. read that. You should read. I that should read that. I really should read that. You should read it. <laughs> As my fellow you reader, <laughs> you know what? I used to have it in a compendium, and it's it's been lost to time. Lost to time. All right. Yeah, I need yeah. to re-get it. Yeah. Um. So, Psycho. What do you think? Psycho. Um, so for those of you that remember, this was one of the movies that I had never seen before. Shame. Um, I know. My <laughs> list of shame. It is no more. I've watched all my movies on my list of shame. Um, oh my God. And I do you. have to say that I just, I absolutely love this movie now. It is so good. So good. Um, that makes my heart happy to hear. uh many consider it to be alfred hitchcock's best movie or one of his best movies uh arguable but um god the direction the just the atmosphere the the soundtrack i mean the score i just absolutely love i mean i could probably listen to that forever um the acting is phenomenal phenomenal um yes also, you know, killing your lead off within, what is it, 45, 50 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is something that uh, Wes Craven did in Scream, but Psycho did yeah. it first. All right. It's an o- <laughs> Scream is an homage! <laughs> Just saying. Uh, <laughs> what else do I have? Um, you guys can jump in at any time. Jump in the line. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> just uh, okay. Uh, no, uh, no. Um, um, set new levels uh, of acceptability for violence, deviant behavior, yes. and sexuality. I think that's really important because without this movie, you probably don't have The Exorcist, and you don't have um, Texas Chainsaw things. Massacre, and then without yes. those, you don't have and that and that and that and so on and yeah. so forth. So I think that's very important. Um, May even argue that uh, Norman Bates was the first slasher, you know, before that term even existed. Um, Peeping Tom. Or that, or that yeah. genre. Before that, know. but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, with you, though. Anyway, with you. Yeah. Very important movie. Very wonderful movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, we here at The Cult Show love Alfred Hitchcock. Love him. Um, it's hard to pick a favorite Hitchcock film but i can see why psycho is held up as the you know penultimate um 
it's absolutely fantastic. Of course, Anthony Perkins was just amazing on this film. And that was, you know, still back in the day when people got typecast super easily. And I've seen some of his work from before Psycho when he was younger. And I mean, he was just, he's phenomenal. He was a phenomenal actor. And it was, it's a bummer that people didn't get to see him do more stuff before he kind of got pigeonholed his son oz perkins fantastic director by the way um so that's pretty cool um horror director um yeah i it's just this movie's everything it's iconic it's completely iconic and my favorite part i have two uh the okay. first one is when the psychologist comes in and he's like smoking and he gives his like little like well, Norman has become mother. And like, <laughs> I know that for, again, for the day, you know, like this, like psychology stuff, it, it, bl- it blew people's minds. It like blew them out of the water that they like went there, like in a film. And then I love when, um, when mother talks about the fruit cellar. I, I don't know. It's like my favorite thing. Um, of course, everybody loves Mother. I can't even imagine the shock again for the audiences to see this man dressed as a woman and like <laughs> wielding an, a weapon too. I'm sure people just I'm I'm sure people clutched their pearls and, and threw up in their popcorn buckets. They, they <laughs> couldn't have believed it. Yeah, and and it scared the living crap out of people. Well, let's see. I mean, the yeah. shower yeah. scene, absolutely. The shower, for sure. Oh, and Janet Lee, she, I, I heard that she could never take a shower by herself again. Um, really? After that. And she, she got a lot of mail and a lot of weirdos, too, out of that. Like, you know, just these, these things that, you know. Yeah. No, my pop um, culture icons. I've, I've said this before, I think, but my grandmother told me a story one time about how she saw the film when it came out in the theaters. You know, and yeah. that, of course, as most men would have done at the time, you know, when this was a brand new thing, you know, your your grandfathers or your, your males, you know, that time would, of course, when their wives were taking showers, would have come in and done, you know, kind of thing to them and scared the living crap out of them. So she had a yeah, very nice story about how my grandfather did that to her, you know. With a knife? What's that? With a knife? I, you know, I don't recall exactly if they, if they had the knife or not, but definitely did, the, you know, came in and made a, um, the movement or whatever. So, yeah, but, you know, um, so I'm proud of that because I never my grandfather died when I was just a little, a wee lad, a little baby. So I don't actually remember him on, on my mother's side, by the way, in case anyone cares. But um, keeping track. Yeah, <laughs> but, I care. I care. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, good to know. So, Adding that um, to my Neil's family tree. No, <laughs> guys, I know you're trying to track me down, trace me, so you can mark that on your. I want to okay, see when died. the lizards took over. Your, right. yeah. <laughs> when did the elite <laughs> take when over your identity? <laughs> Neil, Neil, I've already submitted many of your samples to Twenty and Me. So, <laughs> <laughs> what is this creature? Um, what kind of they keep, writing, they keep writing curious. back and saying we don't take semen right <laughs> i was gonna stop, ask. stop putting it in an envelope sending it in i'm sure there's so much of that um we, can, we can't well, open that... it it's too crusty <laughs> my life um <laughs> Hungry Boy wants you to talk about how wonderful the remake is. Oh my god, no, Hungry does. Boy, thank you. Hungry Boy, 
Thank you. Thank you. I Hungry feel like I have I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. So I, um, I feel like I have brought this up on the cult show or one of my other shows. I can't remember, but I've talked about this. So that remake came out on my birthday, the year it came out. And I was a little horror fan. And um, I was like, Oh, like with my friends, we horror fans we went to go see it because what's what's his ass who directed it was like i want to prove that you can do a shot for shot remake and make it you know it's still a different movie but he had some stupid fucking point he was trying to prove and i remember watching it and being like what the hell is is this what is this nonsense it was garbage it was garbage what a waste what a waste and i was so mad because i chose to do that on my birthday and i was like why did i do this to myself <sighs> that's my so, feelings we're laughing hysterically because <laughs> hungry boy was begging we don't talk about this movie <laughs> and then scott comes on and says talk about it and hungry boy writes oh you bastard <laughs> Well, I had to share my my horrible, traumatizing moment when I saw the remake. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I think Scott's got a bit of the old exorcist in him tonight. Right? No, I think he's got a bit of your grandpa in him. He's all... Ree, ree, ree. <laughs> Have a little bit of Neil's grandpa. Oh, I take um, him. Everyone else has. We passed him around and snorted his ashes before that's the right. show. <laughs> Pass around the crusty envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Call your grandfather crusty. Crusty the burnt up grandpa. (laughs) That's my favorite Christmas song. Um, Okay, number six. Number six. I'm sure this is gonna. This is gonna get a lot of people going. Number six is 1978's Halloween. John Carpenter, um, written by John and Deborah Hill, of course. Um, Again, what can be said? Let me summarize it for you in case you've somehow missed Halloween. Um, The night he came home. Sorry, I couldn't couldn't resist. On Halloween (laughs) night in 1963, six-year-old Michael Myers murders his teenage sister, Judith. Now, 15 years later, Michael has escaped from a mental institution to stalk and kill a new generation of female babysitters on Halloween night. His psychiatrist, Dr. Loomis, is in pursuit. Um, Of course, this is a long-running film series, which gets hilariously confusing for people horror fans and especially non-horror fans okay follow me here we have nine films that have jamie lee curtis playing laurie strode two installments yet to come one's already filmed got pushed because of covid so there's another one so that's 11 and then rob zombie did a halloween remake and a sequel in 2007 to 2009. So a lot of people, when they want to get into this franchise, they're like, what the, where do I start? And then you have Halloween three, of course, my beloved Halloween three season of the witch that has, you know, nothing to do with any of it because it was a failed attempt at splitting off into anthology. So it's kind of a tangled cat's cradle of, of a franchise. Um, and so much, so much, you know, pop culture relevance as well um 
a very iconic uh, John Carpenter, of course, master of horror. Uh, this is a great score on this film. Everybody loves this. Um, brilliant cinematography by our friend Dean Cundy. Um, I We talked about this on Dean's episode. I think that Dean's touch is what makes this movie sing. All of the like really iconic stuff people think about is it's like, yeah, that was because of Dean Cundy. So you're welcome. Like if you love this movie and you haven't thanked Dean Cundy, what are you even doing with your life? Um, he did all the best parts of it, in my opinion. But I do <laughs> love <laughs> Lori Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, she's you know, a beloved final girl. Um, I think she's getting better with age. I like the present day PTSD badass gun nut Lori. <laughs> that's that's my favorite Lori. That's I love that. Um, but of course the OG Lori kind of birthed this final girl trope of, you know, she's the good girl who doesn't like do substances or have sex and ends up being the survivor. Uh, I'm very, very excited for the next installments in, in the film. Like I said, I think she's getting better with age, but Halloween, uh, we've said it. It'll go down on record. Michael Myers is, is not my slasher. He's not my dude. Um, I, you know, I don't yep. have a connection. I don't have a love connection to him, but I, I like some things about, Michael Myers and you know kind of his his code and whatnot but uh people <laughs> love it code. well like some people argue that like like the the people he plans to kill or you know who he kills and who he spares I don't know it's interesting and of course people like the whole faded mythology and you know so many ways you can kind of take it these these two foes that oppose each other but right yeah Oh. Neil's gone. So no, I'm getting, I'm getting a freaking political call. Freaking Joe Biden Fuck. calling me again. Joe, he's like, <laughs> Sorry. he's like, Neil, will you talk about me on the cold show tonight, please? <laughs> please, buddy. Sorry, guys. I told I've been telling Joe, stop trying, Joe. I'm not putting you on the show. You can't do that political. Joe, thing. we're not doing uh, it because then we gotta put Trump on him. We're just so it's a whole thing. To talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry, anyway, guys. Halloween. Talk to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> fucking silence. You know, not, Thank you. It's, it's it's not my favorite film. We totally respect it for for what it is and what it's done. You know, for the horror genre. Of course, love Dean. Um, yeah, it's just it's not a <laughs> great film to me. I mean, yeah. a lot of it just doesn't make sense. I, I just keep you know watched it again. You know. Yeah. Uh, three nights ago, I think. And I'm still like, why, you know, <laughs> why is yeah. he picking on Lori? Why is he chasing the little, I forget the little kid's name that she's babysitting. You know, why, why is he following him at his school? Like it just, I, I don't get it. I don't It understand. goes a lot of places. It goes a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know what, what is there to say more about Halloween? <laughs> Our very first episode, we cover it. Um, and like Sandra, he's not my choice of number one slasher either. Never has been. We um, like our slashers quippy. We like a quippy yeah, slasher. Yeah, quippy, like with, I guess. Yeah, I you know, whatever. But uh, we do, of course, love the fact that it, again, it did start a whole 
new genre, I guess, of the slasher films, we'll call it. I mean, I know there were other right. films before that were deemed slashers, but this is totally what, because of this film, you got Friday the 13th and you got yeah. everything that came from that afterwards. So yeah. we have to give it no, that. And that's this, why we respect it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, these whole these hulking figures stalking women and it's you know it's a whole it's a whole thing and it freaks out a lot of people i totally mm. i totally get that and i should also clarify i have a near religious like devotion to john carpenter and it's always made me sad that like i don't love halloween and it's like <laughs> i want to john i'm a faithful disciple do you even like horror? Do you even like horror films? Do you even like John Carpenter? What's, what's a, what's do, a, what's a even, horror film? Uh, you're what's, not a what's, fan. What's, what's, what's you're a horror a film? Fan. I don't even know. I thought, <laughs> isn't this the rom com podcast? Am I am I in the right place? <laughs> well, that and thus concludes Thirty One Frights of Halloween for the evening. Can I, can I just say real quick, I apologize no. to the chat for Scott abusing and harassing all of them. <laughs> no, don't so. apologize for that. Don't apologize for that. He's flipping people off again. He's going crazy in the chat. Oh my God. Scott, simmer down. <laughs> all right. I, I just did a beautiful sign off and nobody listened to me. It's fine. It's you fine. I'll listen. go. I'll go. I'm going to leave. I'll show myself out. Uh, see Scott, producer Scott causing trouble. He's causing a there's a rift. <laughs> there's a rift between my womb mate and I. And there's a rift between the Sandra Neal continuum. <laughs> <laughs> the continuum. Actually, did you hear on Spooky Slumber Party? Did you guys listen to the newest episode? I Kelly calls you yet. Kelly calls you my I think she calls you my womb mate or something she like did. that. It's really yeah, yeah, it's very funny because oh, really? womb is yeah. yeah. Womb is funny. <laughs> that was is Emma on this episode? No, she's not. But you yeah, gotta I listen. I, mean, I know. I've listened to the first. I like, did 10 listen. Minutes. So I did listen. Okay, fine. Okay. Spooky hey. summer party is Sandra's other one of her other is one third of her shows that she does. <laughs> in addition yeah. to us, you so, gotta collect all three if you want to get all my trading cards. Yeah. So if you listen to that one too, I'll catch them all. I catch them all. Um, so yes, yeah, so next week we will conclude the countdown with numbers five through one, not to mention some great Halloween fun that we're gonna do. Yes. Um costumes, fun times will will ensue. Special for, special yeah. arts and crafts, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> yeah. If you liked us eating hot sauce, so you like to see us do things that are really questionable. Um <laughs> <laughs> We've got something else coming for you. You guys are trying to open what, my hot water and I'm struggling. Okay. Was everyone okay after the hot sauce episode, by the way? We, we, oh, yeah, we, we never didn't revisited check in. that. We didn't check We never in. really did. I mean, here's <laughs> the thing is I think I was in luck. I told you guys this because I had the least amount. Okay. You know, like I took like tiny bites of like the last two. So I think that saved me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I may have burned a hole in my stomach by eating <laughs> by eating that whole last faux nugget. <laughs> you may have But I couldn't hole. taste anything. I seriously could not taste anything from the one before. The hundred and sixty thousand Scoville was made no difference to the whatever the two million. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was interesting that that so. one hundred thirty-five thousand one definitely causes some irreparable damage <laughs> to your mouth. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, at least yeah. for that while. But I, I, mean, I, I was, was texting you that night, going like. I got heartburn bad. Oh, <laughs> I did. I did have a little bit of heartburn. I did, but um, yeah, I was. Ooh, I was scared. I was scared, but it actually it turned out okay. I cannot get this fucking hot water open to save my life. Come on, smiley, son of a stuff? bitch. It's because you got that, you got that janky. You got that janky bottle opener. You know what? I think <laughs> my problem is it's a twist off. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> So I need an adult. I need an adult. Instructions not included. Oh, it's There's Scott. Oh my God. Scott showed his face. This is not a twist top. <laughs> Cover your ears. It's going to be Wait, loud. If Scott's there. Then who's up there? Who's running the <laughs> who's show? Running the show? <laughs> oh God. The, the inmates are running the asylum. The inmates asylum. are running the asylum. Thank you, producer Scott. I can do anything I want for the next two seconds. You know what's funny is, is I think that might have been the first time a lot of people have ever seen producer it Scott. Is. You know, you don't see him a lot. You don't see him. No, um, you can go back to one of our earlier episodes to when we the cult show interviewed the genre junkies if you want to see what Scott looks like. Some more. Or you yeah. know on instagram or something too um or just you know no watch our show watch our show do all of the (laughs) do see all of the above um so up next we're gonna do a little halloween show and tell yes how does that work sandra (laughs) (laughs) we're just gonna share a few things okay fun spooky items for the season all right you want me to go first well i have one item to share Okay. That's, I think, you know, given what time it is now, I think if we used to one each, that'd probably be good. I okay. have, no, I don't have one. Right. Okay. So that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we used to do ours and then, and then um, go from there. Do you want to go first, Neil? If you would like me to. I want you to. Okay. Uh, so what I have is something that I forgot I had. And I was oh, going what? through my garage this weekend, pulling things out for the Halloween yard decorations. And I went, Holy cow, I forgot that I had this. Um, and this basically is, speaking of the A, the holiday Halloween, and B, the movie Halloween, I actually have some items from Halloween Part 4, um, The Return of Michael Myers. That I don't. I do, that came from the script supervisor. Um mm. Yes, so her name was Linda Bunky Conklin. So Bunky was kind of her name that she went by, that everyone called her. And I I got this because my neighbor, uh, I guess, is really good friends with her. And she one day came over and said, I know you're a horror film fan, and my friend Bunky was a script supervisor on the movie, so I had this stuff, and she gave it to me. And of course, at first I was like, Halloween four, you know. <laughs> but anyway, but I thought, but it's still. I don't fun even to like share. Michael Myers. Yeah, <laughs> it's still fun to share because it is actual stuff. So what I have, I want to share with you, is there's like the VHS tape that she gave me, which is just you know the VHS from Halloween four, still in the packaging, still in the packaging. Yes, mint, um, mint in the packaging. Mint. This is the sign that you put on your car when you went on the lot. 
when you were filming Halloween nice. 4. That's really cute, too. So That's this cool. is like a one-of-a-kind thing only people from the production have. I just like the, I love the aesthetics of it. Yeah. yeah. The Mayfair May production. No, it's, no cool. it's, it's better than the movie. There's no question. <laughs> right. so. You're not um, wrong. And then, um, so then there's two actresses that were in the film. Um, there's more than two, but the two main actresses. Um, so the big sister, uh, her real name was Ellie. The actress's name is Ellie. And then she included her oh. headshot, which she personalized to Bunky. Oh. So. Which I have. And then I also have from little, little teeny Danielle Harris when she was a oh, baby. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. Oh, look at my her. God. <laughs> I know. And Same people thing. So, are, people are over the moon about Danielle Harris. People yeah. are obsessed with her. Yeah. So she wrote to Bunky, um, dear Bunky. And this is like, you know, her curse of it. It's like really cute little, little, like <laughs> 10 year old curse of whatever. Um, Thanks for always being there. You're a great person. And a great friend. Sure gonna miss you. Love, Danielle. 1988. With little oh hearts. Like a balloon drawing on there. <laughs> How cute. So, and finally, I actually have Bunky's script. From the movie. Damn. Her actual script. Wow. wow. Which, um, is That's color-coded. Because cool. obviously when you make revisions to the script, you put the color-coding in pages to, you know, to see which version you're on to create mm-hmm. the full script. So, so her script, because she's a script supervisor, is probably the most complete you know, script and you consider because she has to keep track of continuity and everything else going on in the movie. Yeah. Right. So this is actual, the actual script supervisor script from Halloween four. Dang. That I have. That is awesome. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, I thought it would. Yeah. As much as you may or may not like the movie, I thought it was kind of fun for a horror fan. Just, you know, it's a, for my show and tell to show you my, my Halloween four stuff. I love that. Thank you for your, thank you for your Halloween show and tell, Neil. That was very thank, good. Thank you, Sandra. Welcome. Mine's not as uh, not as thrilling, but I'll go next. So I got a Halloween gift. Um, I was given this wonderful coloring book, and it is Alan Roberts' "The Beauty of Horror," a gorgeous coloring book so it's kind of like you know how people are really into like adult coloring books adult coloring, like, yeah. this yeah. one is all horror themed and there's actually a little story where you're like helping this girl escape and it's like they call it something like for people who find like beauty in the darkness or something and i'm like yeah it's me like look at this page these people oh, fucking hanging and <laughs> yeah and there's like uh I mean, there's, I mean, there's like rotted corpses, zombies, because I do like the coloring stuff, but I get sick of mandalas. Um, Oh, this page is horrifying. There's clowns of these fucking clowns (laughs) with teeth. It's your Um, favorite. There's spooters. Oh, there's another, there's another murderous clown waiting for me. Oh, this page I like. (laughs) It's got the poor girl being held captive by a freak, couple of freaks and masks. Like, and so anyways, giant rabbits. You're supposed to, oh, and a plague doctor. I love plague doctors. You're supposed to <laughs> color your way through this. And you're also supposed to find little hidden um, items. Like, I think it's something like collect, like for rat skulls and all these other things. Look at that one. Alice in Wonderland vibes. And then you help Gulia escape from being trapped in this 
nightmare hellscape by by coloring your way through the book. So I have somehow managed to keep this pristine because I wanted it to be, you know, all pretty for us to talk about. And I really just cannot wait to watch horror movies and color these grotesque, bloated, rotten corpses. Um, (laughs) Also, sorry, just one more. I love this one. Little girl on a swing holding her head. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. What so else we got? I can show you one more thing that I have that I've been saving for a while. Oh, and it's very apropos Go for on. tonight's show because it is <gasps> the creep from Creep Stop. Show. You as did a it. pop figure. When did oh, look you get at that. him? That's cool. Yes. When did you get him? Um, I don't know, a month ago, a month and a half ago. You've been sitting on this for a long time. No, it's not a book. So I have had it on my desk. <laughs> but funny. So yes, no, I've been I have So been, he has a little book in his not hand. A book. <laughs> um, does he? Yes, he has a creep show magazine. The creep show. Oh wow. my god. I, so I open them, I can open them. An unboxing. Oh, he's so cute. I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> it's God's I don't mind. know. The, you don't know, open honestly, the, crate. the the art on the box is so beautiful. That's like cool. if you unbox it, I would put him back in it because I I love yeah. just the colors on it and everything. It looks really good. I'm happy. I'm not a, like a. I'm happy to take him out. So I'll put him back, Scott. Don't get all mad. Calm down. <laughs> Chat. Scott's going crazy. <laughs> going crazy. Okay, he's in a nice flat. How do you do unboxing? Ooh, look at the plastic. This is high quality plastic. <laughs> This, this yes. is clear Chinese plastic. <laughs> this plastic will travel around the world and never be broken down. That's <laughs> right. This plastic's <laughs> sure to kill a hundred dolphins. <laughs> At least a hundred. Yeah. There you go. That is him. Oh Dang. my god, he's so cute. He is so cute. Look, at his book. Awesome. Look at his his can you his little book right there. Ah, yeah. Beautiful. Dang. The creep. We love the creep. We love the creep. Is he male or female? Can you tell? No? Okay. No, he, <laughs> well, I mean, I think the creep's just the creep, you know? Yeah, He's just a creep. Think, yeah. It's a it's a they. Uh, it's a yeah. they. But You're that right. That is awesome. Yeah. That is so That's cool. It. Yes. I love I like it. That. that is the creep. That's all I have, Sandra. Except mm. you have one last thing that we can eat. I do actually. <laughs> Look under your chair. <laughs> <laughs> You get a taco. You get a taco. You get a taco. (laughs) We have zombie Skittles. First of all, packaging. So cute. It's black and silver. And the flavors. Oh, it's not listed on here. But the flavors, they're like. Oh, yes, they are. Chilling black cherry. Boogeyman blackberry. Petrifying citrus punch. Mummified melon. And blood red berry. So, Everybody, if you're not familiar with these fun little things, it's kind of like those Harry Potter jelly beans where there are all these fun flavors, but there's a twist for this one. Hidden in this bag is a flavor that is supposed to taste like a rotten zombie. Okay. Yeah. Is it different color in every in everyone's pack or is it the same color you think? It's um well, spoiler alert, I've had these before. <laughs> and okay. I swear to God, I had two in one package. And I swear it was different colors. Uh, so I don't know. So you're just supposed to eat them. 
Oh yeah, they and look then, everyone. They look like regular Skittles. I mean, there's yeah. no difference. You can't should we tell. all should we all do the same colors at the same time, or we might not have the same amounts. I know, but you know, at least that way we can tell. Oh, I only got one red. That's my favorite. I'll start with the red. I only have one red, also. Oh, I got three reds. Oh, lucky devil! I have one dark purple. <laughs> that tastes like fruit. Oh my god! <laughs> That's the bad one. Uh, I'm starting with oh green. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> my favorite flavor that I got one of, and it's right. the, Neil. You have to eat the whole thing. You can't. Just, no, I'm. You have to I'm chew gonna get through this quickly. So I'm gonna chew it. If it tastes good, I'll take it out. No, you have to chew green it. Green This green was good. Oh my god! It's fucking <laughs> disgusting, you guys. Okay, that was an orange one. That green was good. Doesn't taste bad. Okay, I'm going blue. I'm going blue. I'm, blue. I'm doing nope. the dark purple. I spit it out. That's like blueberry. Purple. Nope. My dark purple was good. Stitches. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. This is taking forever. Orange. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Whoa. Isn't it disgusting? Yum. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Get it out. No. Nope. Oh, what is that? <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god. It's fucking disgusting, and it makes them all taste bad after that. Ugh. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, Jesus, criminy. <laughs> Ugh. Neil, why Ugh. is it spicy? Why is it spicy? That one's oh, good. Spi- no, I got like. <laughs> it's like spicy. Ugh. Like. <laughs> old yeah, like okay. old, old socks mixed with Sandra's rotten lying. eggs. She just threw, picked the first one and like, oh, I got it. No, trust yeah. me. I wanted it to be my delicious red skittle. I'm on to you, Sandra. I you am don't want that Oh my one. god, no, <laughs> Caleb. I, I swear to God, I'm trying to wash oh, it out it of my mouth. Got it? <laughs> it no, keep chewing, you bastard. Don't yeah, keep up. chewing, you mean mean girl. It's like it's like Chew rotten it. meat. Chew it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Does it taste spicy to you or is that just me? No, it's not spicy. It it's tastes peppery. Like, oh, it's like <laughs> rotten mashed potatoes with yes gravy. It's the so rancid potatoes. gravy. Do I have to swallow it's, this? Yes, because you're being <laughs> no. mean. I Ugh. spit mine out, but you <laughs> Caleb, you picked on me, so that means you're going to eat it. <laughs> What color was that one? I don't even remember now. Okay. It, I don't either. It wiped my... I, I think it was a blue one, though. Okay, mine was red. As we know. Oh, that is nasty. So it's so disgusting. So, yeah, go out, guys. Get your zombie Skittles. Your zombie and it'll Skittles. ruin... It'll ruin, like, the next oh. two Skittles. <laughs> hate to see it. You hate to see it. Mm. Oh. Man, what is... Okay, Caleb, you next deserve week, that because you're being mean to me. Next week, can we not put anything in our mouths <laughs> that are hot or taste bad? Mm. <laughs> no, okay, no guarantee. Can't, prom- okay. can't promise that. I don't know. I feel okay. like that's a really loaded statement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> All right. I'm so just going to walk away note, from it. Oh, join us next week, 7 p.m., for our final last five films of our 31. 31- Frights of Halloween. We'll be back in the studio 
we're hoping and we're gonna have fun we're gonna it's have gonna fun we're gonna be dressed blast. up dressed up halloween blast yeah. so if you guys want to wear your costumes uh you know what in fact if you can during this week if you guys put on your halloween costumes and email a picture to us or sorry Tag Sandra, us. instagram uh, direct message or email info at the cult show.com and we will yeah. give them to scott hopefully scott can throw them up during various points of the show he so, will do it because scott can do anything we he just, can do anything <laughs> on the live show we just keep saying hey scott can hey, we scott, do this can you do this thing and scott goes um, like or if you post just if you like post that. post the picture and tag us you could do that too yeah any any of the ways but i, I just the email is easy i mean scott always asks for email pictures when you're getting a bunch to him so I'm just saying email is easier to forward, but we'll do whatever. Yep. That's all. Um, we'll do whatever. All right. Still tasting rotten zombie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's you still there. You will for a while. You need to like drink a few things. It'll <sighs> ruin the next few Skittles for you. Oh, my God. Maybe you should try some triple uh, X hot sauce, Caleb. See what happens. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> all right. Oh. Hey, if any of the movies seem any interesting to you whatsoever, you might want to pick one up on the Amazon. Go ahead and um, use our affiliate link below. Thank you guys. Have a great week. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank Rob B. And Mark Vision's Truth. And Mark from Pismo. And Todd. And Lewis. And Ken. Mindy. Laura. Michael. Gory Bits. I'm not sure if he's still here, but he was at one point. Um, Is that it? I think Hungry Boy. Hungry Boy. I said it. Thank you. Go check out Hungry Boy's YouTube, guys. He does some great stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.